2: Can We Help You, your non-professional advice podcast. My name is Sash.
0: I'm Jax. I am Franco.
2: And together we make up a little panel of people that you can rely on. A, panel? a little panel of people that you can rely panel. on. people panel. Yep, people panel. We are
0: a people panel.
2: Um, we are here for you always. And how do we show that love and affection? Well, we help you with your problems, whether they're big, whether they're small, whether they're in between. We take your questions and every few days we put them out into the world and we ask, can we help you with that? And I guarantee you we, we probably can. Um, probably. Thanks for listening. Thanks for pressing play. Uh, we are, is this our last episode before our Christmas bonanza? This is spectacular <laughs> extravaganza. <laughs>
3: the final. Well, not the final, the, 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 final. the last it's episode. The penultimate. Pre- it's the penultimate. Penultimate. Yeah. Such a great word. It is your final chance to send in
0: Christmas questions.
3: That's true. That's the true. Final chance to get your Christmas questions in. Mm-hmm. Yes. Nice, Franco. Uh, so, uh, and as always, don't forget at Can We Help You Podcast or CanWeHelpYouPodcast.com, send your Chris, Christmas questions through Christmas. for our extra special Christmas show, Clismiles Questions. Um, and uh, we're doing our Secret Santa. Uh, so make sure you get them through. If you want to partake in the Secret Santa, put in a real email address or send us a message on Insta. And you will uh, be able to partake and you might win the extra special. You, you um, might be gifted. Whatever it, is, whatever it is that we all turn up with.
2: Yeah. So the idea, right, because we kind of threw this out randomly and we keep talking about it, but I've kind of forgotten. You, The three of us each are buying a gift for a Ronnie.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's a secret Santa. We all each bring a gift. We'll unwrap them or present them on our Christmas special. Shh, question. Should
2: yes. we have three Ronnies who get a gift then, rather than send? Oh, thought, no, that's, a, that's, that's what we were
3: doing.
2: No, I no, it's not. We just yes, we no, buy it and done. then we post it on our own. That's a t- so. If oh, there's someone okay. in the US who participates, then you send the person the US present. And then I mean, Franco is, and I will it send... It is a
0: Christmas extravaganza bonanza, yeah, whatever. Three so, people. like, there's going to be a bunch of questions.
2: Yeah. Three, right, of, right, right, them
0: right. We'll, so three of them will win some presents. S- s- three three Ronnie we'll will receive some
3: presents. Secret Santa. And, and it'll be a surprise on who gets what. So, if there's one thing that you're like, oh, I hope I get that, then, I mean, I don't know. We'll see how we go. It's see luck what, of the draw.
2: Secret Santa. You never know what you're going to get. It's so a
3: lucky dip. Remember Lucky Dip at the school I love fate? Lucky you ever dip. have a school fate?
2: Yeah. 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 Kind of stupid. It was always just some <laughs> shitty plastic toy. I feel like the nineties and early noughties were well known for like crappy plastic toys. We were the first yeah. generation. I feel you know like the eighties and the seventies and all of that. It was like either a wooden toy, which were built to last. They'd they'd you know that's the old old days. Wooden toy. Well, yeah, like a wooden toy, and then like you know in the eighties, like the yo-yo sort of stuff started coming out. But yo-yos were I love like a yo-yo. They had longevity in them. You know, they they, they were yeah.
0: plastic, decent. but they were like solid.
2: Yeah. And then you get Sorry. to us, and we've got these crappy, fucking thin plastic balls and fucking sloopy things, yeah. and like, oh, we Sloopiesty. were scared.
0: Every Happy Meal toy I ever got was just horrible. oh, just crap, oh, just absolute
2: crap. Um, yeah. So I don't know why I brought that up. Oh, Lucky Dip, right? That was you just get some crappy plastic shit. It's like Christmas crackers. I have noticed this I year love though. Christmas crackers. So do I, but I don't. I, there are good ones now and there are really shit ones. Um, yeah, that's true. And the problem is the
3: good ones cost like 80 bucks for four and you're like, well, I'm not going to pay that much.
2: The one that I like, and it's from a candle shop of all things, they do one that has a game. So each cracker has your token that you use on the game. We played it one year. We never played it again, but, you know, it was fun.
0: It's better than, better than the standard kind of those... Shitty paper hats that you get and like a key Oh ring no, of some you still sort.
2: got a paper hat. The paper hat is mandatory. They never fit me.
0: He had a big I love head. the paper hat. I didn't what, think you what's had a your big problem head? with the paper
2: hat? I thought you had a small head. Yeah,
3: maybe it's my maybe it's my hair as well kind of gets in the way. <laughs> big hair. I had a I had my Christmas well work Christmas party a few mm. days ago actually and um Yes,
2: I've been meaning to ask you because wasn't it just like a mystery party but you just knew it was on the beach?
3: Yeah, it was. So they just sent out, look, we're going to be in Santa Monica. And then a few days before they sent out and they said, okay, here's the go. Here's what's up. We're oh. going to Santa Monica Pier. We've rented out basically half the pier <gasps> where there's all the carnival and everything. Oh, my God. Uh, it's for our exclusive use. And then we had um, all the rides you could go on. Oh, my God. All the carnival food. It was pretty cool. That
2: is sick. I'm so jealous.
3: We all got game cards so we could, you know, play the, you know, like the, I played the, you know, the, Get the water gun, you got to shoot the target, raises your thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I played the, um, it was like a, you throw the balls and you have a little car race that races. And if you get the ball into the faster slot, then you can win. So awesome. That one's confusing. I didn't didn't really know. Because I feel
2: like Christmas parties are like, We've talked about Christmas parties and, you know, it's yeah. usually like, you know, you stand around and you drink and then you get you drink too much because yeah. it's on the house and then you stumble home. That's like an activity but it's not lame. Like that's fucking epic. Yeah. I'm so jealous. It was cool.
3: Yeah, I like that. With one problem. Oh, no, what? There's one problem. Now, I got onto the roller coaster at like five to ten And there was a really drunk girl. She wasn't the problem. They wouldn't let her on the roller coaster though because she was far too drunk to be on the roller coaster. Fair enough. You're going to vomit over everyone else. (laughs) Everyone. Anyway, so I get on the roller coaster. And you know what was cool too is because it was exclusive use, we we did one round on the roller coaster and then we got back and we were like, one more time, one more time. And they were like, all right. That's my dream. That is literally my
2: dream is to be able to, like I, I think that's happened to me once. I think I was at like, a movie world on the Gold Coast, and it was like closing time. And I was on a roller coaster, and they're like, "All right, there's no one else in the line. Do you guys want to go again?" I went, "Fuck yeah, that's <laughs> oh, my dream." You lived my dream. Max.
0: That only happens in like work Christmas parties and zombie apocalypses. Isn't <laughs> yeah. there a scene in Land where they take over a theme park?
2: Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I've never seen it. And you just anyway. get control of everything. Go on, <laughs> so cool.
3: Finished the second round. Got off the roller coaster. Walked down the stairs. It was just past ten, and everything shut. And the security guard's coming through saying, all right, you guys got to go. Aww. You got to leave.
2: Oh, you didn't have warning. And I was like, what?
3: <laughs> I've what? only had one, churro. <laughs> I've only had one little How popcorn we- bucket. Oh,
0: so did that, what, what they did They didn't let you know that 10 o'clock was the end? They well, probably did and Jack's just, it just didn't finished. read the thing. Was there an after but- party? Was there a bar that everyone went
2: to? No, no everyone just just like, all right, see ya.
0: <laughs> 10 o'clock's oh. too early. Finish time for any party? Yeah, no, there there should have been a bar.
2: Our Christmas party finished at nine thirty. It was done. Nine thirty? Yeah, it was supposed to finish at nine, and they obviously pushed it out a little bit. But yeah, no, nine thirty, we were done.
0: Absolutely. What did you do at nine thirty though? Did you go home?
2: Well, let's kick on. Yeah, yeah, we got out. Everyone was on such a high. No. Franco, no, because I walked all the way up to this pub that's just not a good after-party kick-on place. (laughs) I walked in, realised how wasted I was and walked straight back out and went home because we'd just hit the open As long as there
0: was an option to keep going. I yeah, think but, that that's what the most important part.
2: Yeah, but that was organised by us. We just went, all right, guys, where are we going? We don't want to, want the party to stop. Let's keep going. Yeah, exactly. No,
0: you don't stop the party. It's like, it's like a school disco where they turn all the house lights on. <laughs> like, There's no after party of a to, school to a, disco. A, yeah, no, exactly, it's probably... But it's like <laughs> you can't just stop a party in the middle of it. You need to... It let it fizzle out. If you go to a shitty bar, then that's I a good agree. way of fizzling it out. You
3: need to let it sure. fizzle out. But the problem is if you haven't pre-organized an after party venue, then it just turns to shit because everyone just like wanders, yeah, up wanders somewhere. Off. Yeah. And then and then not everyone's there. And then you end up at a like a pub that doesn't mm. really have much music. Mm. And then there's people on the pokies, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, this isn't really the vibe. As we walked back up to the car, um, uh, we passed on the pier. There was a, I guess it was like a pub, but there was another holiday party happening there, another oh. Christmas party. And I was like, should we crash should the we other crash party? It? Yeah. But then I didn't I didn't want to, you know, get thrown out of that party too. So. <laughs> so you just went home. So in the end we got home by midnight, you know, before midnight. So I feel like that's t- too early. No,
2: I mean, look, like depends how close you are with your work friends, but there's just always mm. that risk of... Uh, Anxiety after a work party has to be the yeah. worst type of anxiety. we've <laughs> yeah. had we've had a listener who wrote to us a couple of times about they're horrible. They went to the races and they yeah. like they were yeah. sure they embarrassed themselves. It's real. Anxiety after a work party is for nobody. So I think it's smart to call it off early. Okay. If you want to keep drinking, go for it, but like, Be thankful that you've been – and that's why they do it. I'm convinced that's why they do it rather than not having a party at all. They used to – at my company, it was on a Thursday last year and I'm sure that was so that people – and I didn't. I had a few drinks and I called Shane and I said, come pick me up. i got to bloody be up and be at work tomorrow. I'm I'm never in the mood to party on a weekday. But it's okay. They changed it this year. We were like, come on,
3: come on. They're like, All right. The thing is they also had, like, obviously it was open bar and then they also had specialty cocktails. And I was like, you can't have specialty cocktails for free and then close at 10.
2: What time did it start, though?
3: Okay, so it started at 6, but everyone kind of got there around 7. Oh. So. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah that okay. That sounds
3: about right.
0: But it shouldn't have ended at 10.
2: Well, I yeah. think if it started, yeah, like our work party started early. It started at, like, 4. And most people I found were on time. I think everyone just wanted to take advantage of. And because a lot of people had been at work and we were in walking distance from work, people just finished up at 3.30. I'm like, sweet, I get an early mark and I get to go to a party. It's not like, oh, you have to come all the way back in Well, while. I'm not going to be early. I'll make a fashionably late entrance. I don't know. I think you're just trying to find something to complain about. I think that's the best Christmas party I've ever heard. Next time,
0: either make friends with a bunch of people who have a plan to go to a bar together or make sure that the organisers have booked an after-party place. You don't even need to book it. Just say, everyone's going to this place afterwards.
2: Yeah. That's not their job, though. Their job, that's the party. Yeah.
0: Well, it's your job, Jax.
2: I'm super jealous. Because Santa Monica Pier is like one of the big... Like peers yeah. in the US, right? Like that's where it it's all goes like down. It's
3: like a big tourist attraction. Like I was surprised. I mean, it was cool, and it was. I thought it was going to be freezing because it was at the beach. So I like rub, rugged up. But they had heaters, and they had. I mean, obviously there was there were so many people. Like, I mean, you know, when you go to, uh, we've spoken about this in the past, but you go to a Christmas party, and you, when you don't know most of the people who work at the the greater company, there were so many people. I didn't know pretty much all of them. Yeah, but that's what the
0: open bars for. Yeah, you have exactly. The open bar. You meet friends. You you yeah, end up walking to the casino from South Yarra with them at one a.m. <laughs> that was
1: silly. <laughs> All right.
3: Yes, Ronnie. Let's get to the question.
0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today.
3: Question here from Ronnie. Now, this is short and sweet. Okay. Uh, Ronnie's got new touch and they're at Hey, Sash, Jax and Franco. Hey. Hello, Ronnie. I've got a general question on gut feelings. General question? General question.
0: (laughs) That's not a thing we do on this
3: podcast. I'm sorry.
2: (laughs) I I, I didn't get it. And then I saw Jax do the salute and I went, oh, general question.
3: (laughs) Um, How much do you trust your gut feeling? For example, if a job offer... Or a person seemed perfect, but you can't shake the feeling that something is just a little bit off. Do you all follow your gut and do you have any examples of when it has or hasn't paid off? Thanks in advance. Love from Ronnie.
2: Mm, Interesting question, Ronnie. I must say I believe in following your gut. However, I am a really logical person. So to me, I like the facts. So – I don't have an example off the top of my head, but, like, for me, it's like, okay, what's the situation? Mm, Something feels a bit off. Okay, let me analyse the data.
3: You're an analyzer. What
2: do I know about whatever the situation is, the people involved, what I've been told, their history, and I, like, piece it together. And then I like to make a decision based on the logical route, which is, you know, from what I know – do I trust whatever's being sold to me and should I follow it so i'm actually probably one of those people who doesn't necessarily like trust their gut i do it with people mm. you know when like there's something with a person whether it's good or bad whether you go oh this person's like they've got a good soul like i can trust them and that's that's purely like gut when you don't know them you know and what i mean get a like, good vibe. yeah good vibe or vibes. A bad vibe mm or a bad vibe and you go, "Mm." and I have recently had that with someone and everyone loved them. And I never expressed my distaste of them to someone else, but there was just something in me where I went, I'm not sure about this person. And I kept my distance and I'm glad I did. And that's an example actually where I did really trust my gut and it ended up working out in my favor because I could see that this person was not on the up and up and that was purely gut feeling.
3: Not on the up and up. Yeah. I feel like we're back in the 60s. This person's not on the up and up. Not on the up and up. I say trust your gut and I say that as someone who is just, so We I was out for uh, like a lunch the other day with a group of friends and we got, uh, you know, young girl come up to us um, trying to sell us. Uh, you know when people come up and they're like, oh, would you like to buy, you know, cookies for Girl Scouts or whatever? And she was like, "I'm selling cookies for uh, selling chocolates for a good cause." Mm. Someone was like, "Oh, okay. Um, what what's the cause?" She's like, "Oh, um, uh, uh, cheerleading." And I was like, oh, "This does not feel right to me." Oh, she wanted to just anyway, been shy. Nah, a few people handed over their hard-earned cash, their five dollars a chocolate bar, and I was like, "Okay, all right." No, to enough. me that
2: just sounds like you're a stooge and you don't want to get charity.
3: I, I looked at the chocolate bar. Looked at the chocolate bar, and it said not for individual bar resale. Cost one dollar oh. per bar. Oh. So we got hustled.
2: Hustled. We got hustled. Hustled, hustled. out 4 dollars
3: per bar, and there were four bars bought. So twenty. That's sixteen dollars that we were hustled out. What
2: if that poor girl was struggling to make ends meet and just needed to find some food?
3: You know, you ever think about that? Well, I don't think that was the case. She had chocolate.
2: Yeah. No, you were right. Trusted you got.
3: Trusted me gut.
2: But see, don't you think that came from your logical because I think the whole gut feeling thing also is just a lot of the time logic disguised as like, oh I got a gut feeling. But it's just you can analyse the situation, you know?
3: It's like logic before it gets to logic. It's like your brain making calculations before mm. it's before you realize it has. It's working in the know? background. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I hear. Yeah. Franco?
0: I think the way that Ronnie is describing it is kind of like You've got your a decision to make, and you've got option A or option B. And option A is the is the one that your gut is kind of taking you towards, and the one that you kind yeah. of want to do inside. And option B is the one that makes sense. Mm. Always go with option A. You know, you're never going to want the job that pays a lot more money, but you'll be depressed in. You're never going to want to oh. be with the relationship that in the relationship that makes sense because you know they're they're well set up and they have a house, but you're not actually that into them. Like, always go with your gut.
2: Mm, see. This is where I'm going to disagree with you when you use the relationship thing, right, is that your gut would probably tell you or your gut should tell you if you're in a bad relationship, for example. Yeah. Your gut knows, but it's your heart that is telling you, oh, wait, that's your point. Follow your gut.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Follow your gut. Don't follow your heart slash brain slash logic. Don't necessarily do the one that makes sense. Brain
2: and logic is good. Yeah. Brain and logic is good. Okay, your good relationship argument, so um you're saying the gut is like is saying well this isn't right because like i I, I don't want to be you know i everything is great, but the relationship isn't like it's fine, but it's not what I want,
0: yeah, like he ticks all the boxes, but you're not
3: into him.
2: your brain would also be able to tell you that, I reckon.
3: I don't know because the thing is, I look. I feel you, Franca. I'm a big believer of follow your gut. But then now that you now that you say it, like, aren't there people who are like, I have all these boxes that I need to tick, and then, you know, that's your point. Follow your gut because <laughs> they're not.
0: <laughs> uh, so in my example, I'm talking about. I'm talking about a hypothetical situation where someone has to choose between two Mm. potential relationships, Mm -hmm. one that makes a lot of sense on paper and one that, you you know, you follow your gut with and it's going to be someone that you fall in love with. That's what I mean. Yeah, but
2: your gut doesn't know. Your gut
0: doesn't know, but personally, I've followed my gut my whole life and look where it got me. I don't know what it's like to, to, not, to not follow my gut. And I, I suspect it would be awful.
2: <laughs> to, Wollongong. Um, to Wollongong and uni snow troops. Your gut's exactly. off. Exactly.
3: And I'm loving my life. I'm <laughs> a genuinely happy person. Follow your gut. Yeah. I think relationships is is a good example. because, But I think a lot of people, you know, obviously there are some people who don't follow their gut in relationships. But I think if there was a, a part of someone's life that they were going to follow their gut in, it's probably relationships. I think maybe jobs is a more interesting thing to for us to discuss because... I think there's plenty of times where you either, you know, you think the job that you're in is wrong for you or that you want to leave in your gut, but you're like, yeah, but it pays me money and, it, you know, it's something to do and what would I do without it? Or, you know, you you take a job interview and you're like, man, this feels good on paper, but your gut's like, I don't know, I feel safe where I am and what are people going to think when when I leave, blah, blah, blah. Mm. I think in that scenario, maybe it is better to be a bit more analytical because then... You take that kind of emotion out of it because sometimes, mm. sometimes it's like, oh, well, I really like the people that I work with, and so I want to stay here. But it's like, yeah, but you're getting, you don't get paid overtime, and you're getting paid, you know, forty percent below standard rate, and you know, you got to travel every day. Whereas this new job is going to pay you better. It's going to, you know, blah blah blah. But your gut's like, oh, but I like the people I work with. So I think, you know. I, I agree, follow your gut, but sometimes you gotta you gotta add in, as you say, sash some of that some mm, of that brain logic.
2: Mm, mm. I think the good, the proper use of of gut is that it's your head and your heart. It's a combination of both, right? Because gut, the whole idea of a gut feeling is that it's intuition, which is to mm. me linked to your heart. It's how you feel about something, right? But then it's usually got a bit more brains brains than your heart because your heart's purely emotion your brain has information that it uses to make decisions. So like I I I I do believe in it, but I feel like if you've like if it makes sense on paper, but your gut's saying no, then think hard about whether you're just scared. You know what I mean? Your gut's like, oh don't do it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it's holding you back potentially in that situation. But I think in a lot of ways, like your intuition it's uniquely yours and yep. it's one of those things that you know i think is is important to listen to like don't be too analytical don't just do what's right on paper if you feel like there's opportunity somewhere else but you're not sure about it you know what i mean like it's worth taking the risk sometimes and that can come from a gut feeling what a what a thought provoking topic
0: if you're if you're weighing up the, the kind of like, do I take that job kind of thing, like Jax was saying, you need to just figure out what is valuable to you. If you want to be in a job that you, that makes you happy and you want to kind of have a, a social life out of it and you want to be with your friends and money is not that important, then stay in the job. But mm-hmm. if you're okay making a lot more money at the detriment of, I guess, your mental well being that's kind of what a job is, at least in my opinion then, then yeah, that's just something that you need to weigh up. Mm. And there's always two sides. And if you can't see the, the other side, then there's probably a good reason to, you know, go with your gut. Sometimes
2: it's also like a leap, though, where it's like yeah. your gut is telling you something based on previous experience. So you don't know, right? You don't know that... This let's keep using the job example. You don't know that this job is going to make you unhappy, but you think that there's a chance it could. So your gut's like, "Oh, I'm going to stay safe because I know what I am." Do you know what I mean? Like I know yeah. what is happening to me here in this present moment. But if I take the leap, I'm not sure. So my gut's telling me to stay in this. It's kind of like a protective mechanism, also, um which I think be wary of. You know what I mean? Don't be afraid of taking yeah. risks.
0: Oh yeah you you shouldn't you shouldn't stay in the same spot your whole life as well. Like if you've got a job offer that's come up and you you don't want to take it because your your gut's telling you not to, but you do want a new job, then then don't let go of the the idea that you want a new job and just go and find something else. Follow your gut start a all the way. Yeah, start a podcast. Move to LA. <laughs> go, go on a uni snow trip. <laughs> Yeah. is that what your gut said to you, Franco, go on a uni snow trip. It is what my gut said to me. My my gut said, I'm almost twenty eight. There's not gonna be many chances to do this. I'm gonna I'm gonna take days off work and I'm gonna go on a uni snow trip. And I love it. At any point
3: did, did your brain come in and say, God, I'm I'm too old for this t- to go on this Uh Yeah, yes. I probably won't talk
0: about it on this podcast, but there was a certain level of hangover that I thought it was when I was vomiting on the bus on the second day that, that I thought, oh. you know what, maybe I am too old for this, and I have no regrets. Uh, mm. Looking back, I have no regrets. I okay. followed my gut. Follow your
2: gut, Ronnie. That's good. No, no regrets. Oh, Thanks, dear. Ronnie. That was a uh, something a little different, kind of like a philosophical question. I want more mm. of these. If you're listening to this, send us more questions like that. Well done, Ronnie. Yeah, Thank I like you for the question, question, Ronnie. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that is it for today's episode and it's our, our penultimate, penultimate
3: episode.
2: <laughs> it is our penultimate episode before our final show of the year, um, the Christmas extravaganza, Bonanza Spectacular. Uh, Can we help
3: you Christmas? That. Come on, what's something with a C? Christmas. C-
2: Christmas capers. No. Christmas cavoodling. Canoodling. Christmas. What? What?
0: Christmas. This is why we shouldn't brainstorm on the podcast. Well, he
2: Christmas started it.
0: Christmas
3: questions. Christmas. Christmas cranes. Christmas. Anyway, oh,
2: our God. Christmas spectacular bonanza extravaganza. I don't care. I don't care that Franco doesn't like it. That's the name of it. It's our episode where we only do Christmas questions and three lucky Ronnies are going to get a secret Santa gift from yours truly, from Lovely. myself, one from Franco, one from Jack. So um, there's a lot sure to you look send forward me
3: to. It's it's your last chance at Can we help you podcast on your socials? Can we help you uh, and make sure you send us your details like like leave your real email address if you want to partake in the secret Center. Oh, and also I should say because we got a, a message through the week um, from one of our actually is that they're a top two percent fan on Spotify. So, oh, wow. big fan of ours. Thank you very Thanks much. Thanks for listening, Thank Ronnie. Thank you, Ronnie. Messaged us through the week and wasn't sure how to find the Ronnie Room on Facebook. So, you can just go to canwehelpypodcast.com forward slash room uh, and you'll see us there, the Ronnie Room on Facebook. I mean, you can send Christmas questions there. We'll take them there too.
2: Yeah. However, you can find us. You can, if you know our, if you follow us on Insta, send it to us on Insta. If you know our addresses, you can put in snail mail. I don't think anyone knows our address. You could send us a
3: fax. I mean I don't think we have a fax machine but I pager I don't have a pager.
2: No. I watched Die Hard no. over the weekend. We watched Die Hard oh, yeah. 1 and
3: 2. What a great Christmas movie. Well, yeah. oh, we're not doing it. We are not doing his Die Hard a Christmas no, movie. Please not do not I'm start saying. doing that. That's
2: not what I'm saying. It, it has had a pager. Christmas carols in it. Yeah, no, it's a Christmas. 1 and 2 are definitely Christmas movies. 1 more yep. so than the first. Oh, um
3: 3
0: is also just a very good movie in general.
2: Yeah, we're watching 3 I think maybe this weekend if we have time. Um but he had a pager in it. And I said to Shane, you know, this was made in 1990, the second one. And it's funny that a piece of technology came in because in it he's like, oh, this new thing, this new technology, ah, pages! pagers. <laughs> oh, like, pages
0: lasted five seconds.
2: Yes, yeah, so quickly. Yeah. But so too did fax machines because I think fax machines were all the rage at about that time. Maybe 80s they came mm. in and they are obsolete if, now.
0: If there are, if there are any doctors out there, you'll know. They still uh, use fax, fax machines. Are still used. Yeah, really? fax machines yeah. are still in
3: use. The say.
0: whole medical industry still uses fax machines. Really?
2: Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, no, but no to one the uses pagers us. anymore. No one uses a pager. Um, great. Okay. Gone off on a tangent. Have a great next few days. We can't wait to see you for our Christmas extravaganza, spectacular bonanza. Send us your we questions. We will be back
0: for our. Let me just try this out here. Candy cane council, Christmas conundrum solved, a festive extravaganza. Can we call it that? Absolutely not.
3: Okay. I was already sorry. calling it Chat a Christmas GPT extravaganza. Wanted.
2: Fuck you, ChatGPT.
3: We're not. We're not calling it a candy cane council. <laughs> we're not in the movie Elf. Mistletoe mentorship. No.
0: no. Your Christmas. Br- okay. Nope. Uh, oh. Santa's solutions. Slaying holiday stress. Have okay, a oh look. that's kind God. of cute.
2: I like that one. Santa's solutions. <laughs> but we're not Santa. Santa's we're us. Anyway. Here we are.
3: I'll work on it. I'll work on it.
2: Okay. See what you can come up with by next episode.
3: Right, send us your questions and we'll see you in a few days ready with all of your Christmas questions answered. Questions. See you then. Questions. Christmas questions.
2: Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>